the FT. Investors had been hoping for a turnaround in Argentina's fortunes later this year. Elections are coming up in October, and the thinking was that whatever government emerged was bound to be better than the one led since 2007 by Cristina Fernandez de Kirchner, the widow and protege of former President Nestor Kirchner. Argentina has not been the most popular market among investors for the past several years. It's been locked out of international debt markets since it defaulted on its sovereign bonds in 2002, and it's been struggling to find a way back to growth since the end of the commodity supercycle. Surely the thinking was things could only get better from here, and after the election, people hoped everything would change. Well, now investors are not so sure. I'm Jonathan Wheatley, editor of EM Squared, which is a data-driven analysis service on emerging markets on FT.com, and I'm joined by Benedict Mander, the FT's correspondent in Buenos Aires. Benedict, before we get to what's gone wrong in the past few days, why did investors think things were looking up? Well, the prevailing logic was always that whoever comes next was going to be an improvement, no matter what. There's been a lot of discontent with the current setup, and、um, all of the candidates who are running for president have these very respected economists advising them, and they all understand the problems that Argentina is facing, and they say they'll fix them, and they're presenting credible plans for doing so for things like Argentina's problem with the holdout hedge funds. And this legal dispute has been preventing Argentina from attracting investment, and there's been a lot of criticism about the government's handling of its statistics and so on. And yeah, basically, all of the candidates have pledged to fix these problems. That all sounds very positive. So, what's happened in the last few days to spoil the mood of optimism? Well, people are beginning to question the ability and perhaps even the willingness of Daniel Scioli, who is the government-backed candidate. To really implement the change that the market had been assuming all along, that he would do. Last week, he appointed one of the president's closest advisers as his running mate for vice president, and there's some concern that he might exercise undue influence over policy. And the other factor is that the president will, after eight years in power, it's very likely maintain a considerable degree of influence, particularly in Congress, where she will have a lot of supporters who back her policies. So rather than getting better, things could stay the same, even get worse, or could they get better? What about the other front runner? I think getting worse is probably overplaying it, but certainly there's a concern that it might just be more of the same. The other front runner is Mauricio Macri, who is the mayor of the city of Buenos Aires, and he comes from the right and is pledging to make more serious change. He's, he's the turnaround candidate. And he's promising a cleaner break. He's the candidate favoured by the market, and people are talking about shock therapy. Maybe that's exaggerating it. Whereas we have Cioli, who's whilst he talks about continuity, also at the same time admits that there is need for change, albeit gradual. If we do get a president who promises some kind of change, what are the prospects for that? How deep rooted are Argentina's problems? Are they a victim of the end of the commodity supercycle and the pulling away of QE, or is it something that the government can actually do something constructive about? Argentina has serious macroeconomic imbalances, and inflation is very high. The economy is not growing at all at the moment. But I mean, these are problems that can be fixed relatively quickly. I mean, in a couple of years, with the right policies, they can be probably solved. I mean, this is not Venezuela; they're not on the verge of hyperinflation or anything like that. You know, it does have more serious institutional problems, perhaps. But you know, I think largely these economic problems are self-inflicted, and with the right policies, they can be turned round. And what about the holdout saga? What are the chances of a solution to that? 
Well, it depends on who wins. Both of the candidates know that it's a problem and they both, I think it's fair to say, want to fix the problem for obvious reasons. By solving that problem, they will open the doors to investment and you know, that's really Argentina's biggest problem. It's really a question of whether they can fix it and that's another matter. Macri will have the problem that he will have a minority in Congress and in order to fix this problem he needs to pass laws. So that will be a challenge for him and Scioli will also face resistance from within and there's this this idea that the vulture funds have been, as they call them, have been holding Argentina to ransom and you know, politically it will be difficult to sell a deal. Even with all this going on and growth being so low and unemployment rising and all kinds of social problems with protests on the street that we had before, Cristina Fernandez remains quite popular, doesn't she? Why is that? Why aren't Argentines clamouring for change if a solution is, as you say, relatively easy and they could really be advancing so much more quickly? Well, they are. I mean, half the country or, you know, it's definitely a solid third is rallying behind the candidate for change and um, Macri's candidacy has, has gained serious traction over the last year from ver- just in the double digits to now he's got above 30%, you know, and the people are fed up with inflation and the lack of jobs, insecurity is a growing problem. But on the other hand, Christina Kirchner has done a lot of things that Argentina's like. The government has been very generous with handouts. They provide free health and education services. They're heavily subsidised electricity. And a lot of people buy into the, the to her nationalist rhetoric and the idea that um, Argentina has just gone through a victorious decade or the glorious decade that they've sort of saved Argentina from the ashes when everything collapsed in 2001 when there was a tremendous economic crisis and um, a lot of people remember this very clearly and so she maintains high levels of support. We shall see what happens as October gets closer. Benedict, thank you very much indeed. For more downloads go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.